welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am joined this week, as always, with my co-host, Pat Jones. I'm Nora Noble. How are you, Pat? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm great. Yeah. Good. It's a, it's a good day to be alive, I suppose, as opposed to the alternative, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. It's a good day. Mm-hmm. Right. So good to see you. It's good to see and you he- and hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Likewise. Likewise. And you know, I I'm still trying to wrap my head around how we're already in season three, but I know it, it just seems like like time flies. And um, for those of you listening, we've added. It seems like we keep recycling, we're cycling words out. You know, every week when we pick one, we don't ever put it back in the pot, but. Yeah. Um, we're adding new words um, throughout the week and um, words that come to us that, in, that entice us. And if you're new to the podcast, the premise of this is um, we don't know what we're doing. No, that's not the premise. What's the premise, Pat? <laughs> the premise is that... The premise is that we choose a word at random and chit-chat for a while about it. Where it hits us energetically... Yes. We never know what the word is until we pick it live on the air, and we never know what we're going to say. Therefore, it's completely unscripted because we don't know the word until we pick it. That's right. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I did add a couple of, of new words, which I hadn't until today. I, I hadn't, hadn't added any oh. words to my bowl. And I have to say that uh, I listened to last week's episode. <laughs> And the sound effects from your um, from my wheel spin, from your spinning <laughs> wheel of words came through really well, and I laughed out loud. And I was thinking today that uh, I choose my words out of my singing bowl, and like uh, like I'm old school. And you're you're the modern. You're I'm the, the modern. T- I'm the techie because I have an app. <laughs> yes, and I'm my words are on pieces of paper in a bowl so okay I had if it makes if it makes you feel any better those words were on pieces of paper before I found that app so okay cool <laughs> that does make me feel better I just yeah I felt a little like Vienna I, I wanted a little apparatus is it apparatus totally. or apparati I don't know I, don't I digress know. but but yeah so I'm going to mix up my words and maybe people will hear that on the air should I go swish 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 that's cat sound effect <coughs> excuse me okay I have a word here Ooh, alright what you got and the word is sensitive oh sensitive, sensitive. yeah that I, I like that's, they're always good words so I think that's going to be interesting mm-hmm. let's see I'm looking up the defin- of definition of the word sensitive on dictionary.com it's an adjective endowed with sensation having perception through the senses readily or excessively affected by external agencies or influences having acute mental or emotional 
sensibility aware of and responsive to the feelings of others easily pained annoyed etc sensitive so yeah there we go you know I know we always like every time I hear the word like I'm I always just want to jump in and I know that we have a we have a process for this. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. And that that word actually made me really pause and and then I thought, okay, how does this how can I relate this to a little Qigong? So mm. we'll, um because um we usually do a little meditation first and then get into our chat and then meditation at the end so um right off the top of my head uh i don't know what's gonna happen but we'll (laughs) um we'll do something well if you Um, if you need a minute to kind of gather that i'll tell you the first thing that came to my mind yes when like when you said sensitive i was like oh that can go a lot of different ways you know But the first thing I always try to go to is being sensitive from an energy standpoint, like vibrational energy or, um, I mean, I guess it's all vibrational energy if you really break it down. But, um, you know, somebody who is sensitive, um, you know, when you think about them, they maybe they're, they're somebody that has like a lot of empathy for mm-hmm. other people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or I think of somebody who's you. Sometimes I guess you can also think of somebody who's sensitive as like when, especially when you think of somebody who's overly sensitive. Like they they just mm-hmm. get really touchy about it, like everything mm-hmm. that's said to them. They yeah really absorb and take to heart every every word and that can be really uncomfortable and um and disparaging for people so Mm -hmm. it's a lot of energetic components to that word Mm -hmm. sensitivity and either end of the spectrum yeah i believe that's why it's in my bowl because (laughs) i yeah i i think i thought it would be something interesting to oh yeah to talk about and around yeah so I'm excited. Yeah, to to center into that, um, let's just take a little moment and um, drop into this moment and that feeling around that word sensitive. And um, I was I was thinking heart, and you 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 said heart right there and and what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, um, and I seem to have put my hand on my heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you are in a place where you can take a moment and close your eyes if you would like to, or if it's safe to do that, and if you would like to Put your hand on your heart and a little inner smile, that type of smile, not a posing for picture smile, but a, a inner smile when you get that feeling, when you're sensitive to a feeling of something that brings you joy, that makes the corners of your mouth turn up just a little slightly and you feel like the sun is on your face and smiling first to the heart and then like a a sunbeam it just kind of goes throughout the body into into the arms into the legs up into the face And just breathing into that 
moment and knowing right here, right now, we can take this time to go inside and be sensitive to our life force energy, be sensitive to what's happening right here in this moment and 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 just notice and just be and we'll take a step into uh, the next few minutes as we talk about this word. And one nice deep breath. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Pat. That was wonderful. What a great way to get centered. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. You know, the idea of, um, you know, when I think about people, like I said before, about people who maybe identify as being sensitive, mm -hmm. um, doesn't, that's, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to you, Pat. No, and that's, that's really cool that you said that right off the bat because um, exactly, you know, um, I think sometimes being sensitive gets a bad rap. Well, I think it gets a bad rap because I think in this day and age, um, you know, the world can feel really hard and harsh sometimes, and mm -hmm. I think we people who are naturally um, empathetic tend to be people who are are people pleasers right so we mm -hmm. don't we don't necessarily want yeah. any um some people who uh, identify as sensitive or people pleasers maybe try to keep that balance we're always trying to you know um you know, maintain our own energy but then also keep the peace because we yeah. don't want anything to disrupt the the you know the positive flow of life and and I think that that's a good thing but mm -hmm. I think the world is quick to want to like toughen us up so we have to desensitize you know mm -hmm. our natural feelings to try to fit into different cogs you know if you you come into a group of just really kind of uh, bold and determined people and you're not one of those people you find that you have to wear this different shield in order to kind of fit in and and, it, and the fitting in is that peacemaker role right yeah yeah so it's not a yeah, bad thing it can provide balance if you know how to use it in that way right and I I feel like sometimes you know being sensitive to things it it and I think also with the work that we do, uh, I feel like I'm more sensitive to energy around me. Yeah, me too. So much, so much more now than I used to be since I, I do energy work now, mm -hmm. and you know, over these last fifteen years or something like that. Um, so there's that part of it, and also have kind of learned that it's okay to to sit with things yes. that even even if it's hard or if it doesn't feel the best um you know sometimes you have to sit with that energy and let it let it flow through you the way it kind of wants to i'm using my yeah her air quotes <laughs> and 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 then and then glean what you need to from it and then let it 
pass through. Right. And, you know, or flow or flow around you. If, mm-hmm. if flowing through you is uncomfortable. And those of us who yeah. practice energy work, right, we know how to ground and shield ourselves. So if some of that energy that's around us, we don't want it to flow through us, we can also practice then the grounding and shielding to just let it flow around us as if we're a boulder in that stream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was just doing a, a Qigong move in class yesterday that, that we are doing um, work for the heart and there was the opening and then there was the protection, mm. the, um, the movement that strengthened our, that shield you're talking about um that we do need that um because um maybe sometimes we we are a little too sensitive and and so then those um that kind of work helps balance that yeah you know speaking from my own experience you know um people who are sensitive or who are empathetic you know, we're like emotional sponges, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can that can be heightened when we're out in like, you know, groups of people like this weekend, there's probably, a, you know, it's, we're coming up to Labor Day weekend when this will, when this will air, you know, there's a lot of people around. And mm-hmm. so by the time you're listening to this, you know, you might be feeling a little alt- heightened charge because if you're somebody who's sensitive to that, mm-hmm. um, you could be absorbing that that energy some of it's good you know if you see people like in a crowd and they're just happy and you know maybe you're listening to really good music and you're absorbing that and you're taking that on that that's great but sometimes when you're around not so good energy you can still often take that on and that can in either case can feel exalt um, exhausting but more so with the negative energy Um, yeah you know with with the positive energy you're like liking to feel the surge of energy and feel really pumped up before you kind of crash, kind of like a sugar high, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I've also, um, and, and not so much now, and it's probably because since I've become an energy worker, I'm a little more attuned to my energy and being able to kind of put my shields up in that way and protect my energy and myself. But for years, Pat, I was um, kind of, like, I would be, like, hyper-attuned to other people mm-hmm. and their energy, good or bad. And I think sometimes I'm still like that in a way. Do you find that sometimes? I do, too. Yeah, I am, too. Yeah. 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 What do you do? What's something you do to kind of help ground yourself in your energy so that you know that you're maintaining your flow? Well, I think um, my practice in general that I do helps with that on a daily basis. Um, Grounding to the earth. Um, One thing that I like to do is um, barefoot on the Mm. barefoot on the earth. And actually, um, this this one definition: having perception through the senses. That's something that. is really good I was just gonna say something about that yeah go ahead though for us as far as grounding like feet on the earth being around um, bodies of water um, night sky looking at the stars in the night sky um, you know like an aromatherapy like any of the senses that um, it brings you into the moment it's grounding and and centering mm-hmm. I just posted um, was a couple of days ago I posted an infographic I did um, on my Haven Hypnosis Facebook page if anybody wants to go take a look at that what that very grounding technique Pat's talking about um, I use this a lot with my clients who are overthinkers 
which mm -hmm. I think sensitivity kind of falls into that in my opinion like if you're somebody whose mind is constantly going you're probably somebody who's absorbing a lot of energy and you're being ultra um fluid in your thought but also um ultra sensitive to that trying to find what cog your mm -hmm. your, your peg fits in right like yeah. do i go here do i go here what's the best decision i need to make it's going to make everybody happy is that going to make me happy right so mm -hmm. one of the best ways like pat was saying is to do that is and you can also google this too it's called the the grounding five four three two one technique which is five which would be five things that you see and you can and i i say them out loud because i find that that kinetic energy Mm -hmm. connection helps to ground me deeper so like right now I'm sitting in my office we're recording the podcast I would say you know I see my phone I see my laptop I see my coffee cup I see my lamp I see my blinds right so mm -hmm. being able to just put that into a uh -huh. context and even another thing that can deeper ground you to the present is another kinetic move is doing the actual counting on your your hand so oh, like taking your counting with your dominant hand or you know holding your non-dominant hand out and counting mm -hmm. like hit touching the fingers with your dominant hand so you know the first your pinky finger going like I see my phone the next finger I see my computer or whatever it might be um, can help ground you really quickly and what you'll find is Sometimes you don't need to do four, three, two, one, but still do them because mm -hmm. that immediate kind of centering of the, from the first time you touch your pinky and go, you know, take that breath and go, all right, I see my phone or whatever it might be. You're right there in the present. You're immediately bringing yourself to the present moment. Yeah. I would think that would reduce anxiety too. Absolutely. It? Yeah. It's very yeah. effective calming technique to get you through stressful situations mm -hmm. to help you if you're feeling anxious or if you're overthinking any of those things it's a one it's great tool for kids because mm -hmm. kids like to do that whole um what's that game you know the i spy right yeah so this yeah. is similar and then the four is things i feel right so okay and again say them out loud like i feel my uh you know maybe maybe not this time of year you don't feel socks on your feet but maybe you say you know i feel my feet on the ground or i feel my legs on the chair or um, mm -hmm. i feel my heart beating in my chest or i feel the hair hitting my neck or whatever it might be mm -hmm. so you mm -hmm. do that the same way but it's four things four things you feel mm -hmm. three things you list you you can hear here so like for me i can hear pat i can hear um, my computer running I can hear traffic outside mm -hmm. the two is two things you smell okay. and so for some people that may be a little more difficult but again it's bringing you to that present moment it's similar to a I think Pat it was a walking meditation you and I did one I time just, you remember that I was just going to say this would be great to do outside mm -hmm. on a walk yeah perfect yeah. Because you could do, you know, this yeah. time of year I can smell leaves or I can smell flowers or whatever it might be. So, you know, it's two things. Two things you can smell. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're not in a spot where you, there's a lot of different senses, you might even try to smell like your shirt and smell like your laundry soap or things mm -hmm. like that. And then the one is one thing I can taste. So maybe you just brushed your teeth and you can still taste your toothpaste or maybe mm -hmm. you just had lunch and you can still yeah. get a yeah. get a remnant of whatever it is you ate or your coffee. And so what that does is then it helps you to be able to quickly cope with, um, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is that's causing you to feel that ultra sense of sensitivity. Um, like I said, I use it with that's a awesome. lot of my clients. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, thank you. I can't take credit for it. I didn't invent it, but I use it. So whoever did invent it initially, thank you. Because yes. I don't, I don't have a source for it. Um, yeah. And so something I thought of, like before you started um, um, laying out that um, grounding 
activity that you just talked about mm-hmm. was that something that in modern life I think makes us more sensitive is all the time on screens. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and so, and because you asked me what I do, and I, you know, I try not to be on, I mean, I'm not a big on my phone person, and I, you know, I try to limit time on Facebook or, or whatever, like that kind of stuff. And, and I think in, in this day where we, so many of us are, um, we're, we're on devices so much that, that draws energy out of us. Mm-hmm. And and it it creates this um, the stimulation that can probably um, make us a little more negative negatively sensitive to to life. And I think that's largely in part because we think when we get so absorbed in something we lack the ability we lack the ability of discernment when we get hyper absorbed into something and 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 that can be you know even with you know being hypersensitive to to energy right Mm -hmm. like if I was so drawn into Pat's energy I wouldn't be able to recognize my own I would just be drawn into Pat and I'd be modeling everything Pat did and thinking that that was reality and the right way to be. And I think that we do that when we get so absorbed in screen time, whether it's a movie, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's, um, you know, just being on social media, watching reels, like that's big and popular now. And when we Mm -hmm. get hyper sensitive and absorbed into that energy, we lack um, discernment on what our reality is and we start to then mirror what we're seeing and that's that's not that's not good yeah, yeah. Um, not I mean in a lot of ways and it can be you can watch all you know puppies and kittens you know you can listen to unscripted energy every day of the week and we're suggesting that you, you do but I mean <laughs> Even even in that silliness, though, you know, yeah. you can there's you can listen to positive things, and still not know your own energy, and that's what we're suggesting here is you have yeah. to get to know yourself first, right, Pat? Yeah, and and go inside. Mm-hmm. That's one of my teachers' uh, way he puts it. Go inside, and um, another great um, way to do that, um, uh, Eckhart Tolle. Uh, suggestion is and I love how he says things like one of his things is be conscious of being conscious Mm. just for a moment Mm -hmm. and the other one is first thing in the morning and at the end of the day um, tune into your, your energy like notice your life force energy and it's it's once you start to get sensitive to it to doing that it's it's pretty easy and uh, like just to feel he always says feel the aliveness in your hands yeah And, and you know you can simply do that when you get up in the morning and before you go to bed at night and and then you can expand that into a lot of different things where you could you know then go into a meditation like you do or or whatever your rituals are or practices are um but yeah yeah and i think you know being I like that. I really like the word sensitive, actually, um, as far as um, being aware 
and sensitive to your own flow, your own energy, your own chi, however you want to say it. <laughs> however, whatever you, you call there's it. There's a lot energy. of ways. There's a lot of ways to say it. There's a lot of ways to feel it. So. Well, when you were talking about that sensitivity, it made me think of another word that's similar. Um, similar in context and and may and I thought to myself, "Ooh, I wonder if I should put this word on mm. my, on my wheel." Mhm. But it was a word I actually discovered about a year or so ago. I was I was working a wellness fair and um and I'd never heard of this this particular word I'm going to share with you. Um you know, I've heard of the word, you know, clairvoyance, which, you know, is kind of like that psychic mm-hmm. inner vision, I guess if you will. But there was another word that I got introduced to at this wellness fair, and it had to deal with, like, me being, um, at the time, somebody had, an energy worker, a Reiki practitioner had asked me, do you have a, do you have a psychic vampire, she asked me, and I was like, what is that? And she said, it's somebody that's, that either whether you're around them or not, the moment that they think of you, like they want they want nothing good for you and they know how to just zap you they just know how to zap your energy and i was like and a person came to mind and i was like yeah and she says and i'm like what does that even mean and she said you're um you're what we would call a clairsentient and i'm like what is a clairsentient i'd never heard of that word before and Mm. so it's uh i guess clairsentience is like a is a psychic sense um, so it's not that you're feeling energy in the same way that when you feel it like physically and you touch something and you kind of get that that shiver or that sense yeah. of knowing. Clairsentience is the ability to, um, it's a subtle energy that you feel through your heart and your, ener- your energy body then tunes into the energy around you so that it can be perceived and felt and understood so it's clairsentient and some people i guess often confuse clairsentience with like intuition because they'll go i just had this sense like i just know right yeah i had a hunch um but it's really it really comes i've never heard of that it well and she told me that it comes through with people who um have a regular practice of awareness mm-hmm. and when you become really self-aware you become focused on like your solar plexus sacral area and 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 I found that really interesting because I thought when I'm thinking like clairsentience or clairvoyance or even like any of those kind of related words I think of your third eye energy because you think of okay. intuition you know, in your third eye energy. But she was like, well, that's where you experience it, you know, In but that energy actually comes into your, all of our emotions energetically come into our sacral. Um, they get rooted um, either into our root chakra from there. If it's, if it's an emotion that um, we inherit ancestrally um it gets rooted into our root chakra otherwise if it's you know other energies we're experiencing authentically for ourselves those sensitive um subtle energies then either stay in the um in the sacral or they begin to um they begin to to grow and get nourished and they come up into the um, solar plexus where we where we actually start to experience them not feel them yet but experience them meaning that's where we go oh I have a hunch or I'm, I feel a certain sort of way or I have an inkling about something right that's feeling from your solar plexus and then when you actually express them when you're living them and embodying them they come up into your heart and so you know we these these things are happening in you whether you're attuned to them or not right and like pat and i are attuned to them because we work in energy and we have an understanding about 
the sensitivity of subtle energy and how it works. But for people who are listening to this that go, you know, I always just kind of have this kind of knowing, like I can walk, like me, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. And if this is you, then you might be, you might have, um, be, be, uh, uh, clairsentient. I'm just saying, um, I don't know if I'm saying that wrong. I apologize to Dr. Beers because she's the one who turned me on to this, but, um, like if you, I go to a haunted house, for example, like if we here, where Pat and I are from, one of the favorite to this time of year coming up is the Ohio Reformatory in Mansfield. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been Pat? Or are no. you, are you not a haunted house person? No, I am not. She's not. And that could be because of how she picks up energies. Cause if it's in a real, like. I'm scared. <laughs> Cause she's just scared. <laughs> She don't like she don't like people jumping out at her. I'm scared of that. <laughs> I I had um, when I say a real place, I mean like some haunted houses are set up in spaces and have only been born as haunted houses, like in a cornfield or whatever. You know, for me, the reformatory it yeah. housed people that died there, whether it be by yeah, you know the electric chair or by inmate violence whatever it might be um but the first time I went through there with my husband um I mine wasn't necessarily a scared thing I was just like I had to hype I had to hyper focus on my feet are walking one step at it like because I had to I had to be ultra focused on my steps and be very mindful not because of the scary things going on, and that was actually quite comical because people were jumping out at me, and I'm just like, I don't even notice you because right. I'm right here. Wow. Yeah. For me, it was because I immediately stepped inside those doors, and I felt something, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. It wasn't until we got into where the jail, the cells were, that I experienced things like people falling, like off of like the second floor down below and oh wow I could like get this sense of things and I thought my imagination is just getting the best of me but when I tell you that I know that it wasn't it's because of the self-awareness that I have of my own energy that I was like I was experiencing like I was actually seeing this it wasn't a yeah a mind playing playing tricks on me moment it was I could I could feel the energy of having watched that and so when I tell you that like if you go into an old building and you go oh I don't I just get a bad vibe here Mm -hmm. or if you go into somebody's home and you're like oh this just feels so Mm -hmm. inviting that's Mm -hmm. the subtle energy that we're talking about here when it comes to sensitivity when you have this kind of knowing and are able to pick up on those things you you know as the (laughs) As they, who I don't know who the comedian is, you know, they says, you may be, well, you know, that you may be a redneck. You may be a, a clairsentient if. Oh, <laughs> maybe a redneck. Yeah. Okay, got you, it. I was like, I can't remember who, oh, it's uh, Jeff Foxworthy, yeah. Yeah. But you may be a clairsentient if you're experiencing those kinds of things. So, um, I thought about it for a second. I was like, maybe I should add that word. But I think it goes right along with what we're with what we're talking about because yeah we do we we have this sense of knowing and sometimes as humans pat don't you find that you just go you get this sense and you just go you just push it off right you know Mm -hmm. that's part of the grounding i think you think so yeah and it you know it just depends i think it depends if you were you're open to listening at that Mm. moment or not if you know, sometimes I think things come in and we're just not in a place or space that we're that's going true to, to because I mean I think it goes to kind of um, listening to your gut kind of a thing too mm-hmm. being sensitive you know some people are more sensitive to that like oh I just felt like 
I shouldn't do that or I shouldn't go that way like when you're driving oh I yeah I got a feeling I shouldn't have turned there I, yeah yeah I just shouldn't I should go this way and I because I get that now too do you I, yeah I never used to and it's it's and I and I think what's different is that I listen to it and I act on mm. it where before I might have felt it but then I just you know you were like I are like well I'm curious what's down here now I think I'm gonna <laughs> Well, and it's like, it's there and gone in an instant, and mm. and sometimes you listen, and sometimes you don't. Well, and I think you made a good point about, like, am I in a space to pay attention to this right now? Because, like, I could be at the art studio or at the grocery store, and something come in, and I'm like, well, why do I need, why do I need that information right now, right? Um, yeah, you just move on. Yeah, you just kind of go go on with your business. Um, whatever you're doing, yeah. Or do you find sometimes, depending on whatever's going on in your life, that maybe you're hypersensitive to things that maybe are just coincidental? Like maybe, let's say you hear a song, and somebody has been on your mind maybe, and you hear mm -hmm. a song and you go, of course that song would play right now because I was thinking mm -hmm. of so-and-so. Mm -hmm. How, you know... Is that, that a coincidence? happens to me all the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'll have to share that with you off of... Uh, that happened recently. I'll have to share that with you off of here. But, um, you know, I, I have... A, I think those are moments where I go, was that just a coincidence? Or was that, was that mm -hmm. energy? Was mm -hmm. that, you know, the mysteries and mystics of energy that you just go, all right. Yeah. You know. Well, and... I I have uh, embraced my sensitivity Me and too. and I think that's a, a good thing and yeah. um, for anyone out there who has been labeled or someone has said to them you're too sensitive or or things like that you know maybe if you're listening to this it's a good time to kind of sit with that a little bit and and see how you um how this all um lands on you and and then go from there you know um because we can we can all of us individually you know um we you know we can kind of figure out what that is for us and and be okay with it Absolutely. And maybe it's a good time to say to that person saying to you that, you know, you're too sensitive. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a good time to say, well, you know, have you ever considered that maybe you're too insensitive? Okay. <laughs> Did you ever give yeah. that a thought? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not me. Maybe it's you. <laughs> Let's turn this around. That's right. I have a I mirror. Think, and then, there again. Yeah. Sometimes... One of the best things to do is, is turn it around. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times if people, are, if people are saying negative things about you, there's a really good chance that they're just not refusing to, they're just refusing to look at themselves or they, they do see themselves and they don't like what they see, so it's easier to attack other people mm -hmm. rather than work on themselves and do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not sensitive, you're insensitive, so there, take that, now what, exactly, uh -oh. leave them speechless. <laughs> More grounding. <laughs> More grounding. Coming up. <laughs> Coming up on Unscripted Energy, Nora's going to... She's going to turn it around. She's going to turn it around and come back. No, but it's... But 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 it's right, you know that that the fact that you identify as somebody who's sensitive is not a bad thing at all. It yeah. means that you care. It means that you're you know empathetic. Does it mean that you could use some work on yourself to be able to know when to express that and when to not? Because if you're if you're so sensitive that you're break you know you're breaking down in the dairy aisle at the grocery store, that's not good, right? That's not good. That means that you do need some help maybe reining it in a little bit. Um, you know, balance. That, yeah. It's all about balance. It's all about balance, you know. 
and and trust me when I tell you that you know the you know the waterworks can come on anywhere um I, right. I get it you know I get and I still get teary-eyed at the national anthem um you know depending on depending on where I am if it's at a ball game you know not always but if I'm at a parade or a certain military thing our veterans mm -hmm. have a are near and dear to my heart so mm -hmm. a lot of people are near and dear to my heart and I could find myself yeah, tearing all, up everywhere yeah we all have <laughs> those special moments and that's a good thing yeah so I think what Pat and I are trying to say is you know whether you're sensitive or insensitive just just own who you are know your energy and you know do you be you that's it yeah. yeah, it's a good, good place to start. It's a good place to start. I don't know who to, how to be anybody else, so right. I, I've tried. It doesn't suit me. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we're going to come back, and I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do to help ground us and center us in this time, in this place, and just help us to become maybe more aware of um, you know, of our sensitivity or maybe help bring balance into people's lives who maybe need more sensitivity, need to be more compassionate, more empathetic. So stay tuned and we'll all be amazed and surprised at whatever comes out of my mouth. <laughs> stay tuned. have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode, you can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Unscripted Energy. And so to round out our podcast today, I thought I would kind of talk a little bit more about the grounding that Pat and I spoke about earlier, about not particularly that same technique, but just maybe talk to you a little bit about grounding and do a little activity around that that I do personally every day. And the reason I do this every day for myself is I learned pretty early on that while grounding techniques can be really helpful, like when you're in the midst of needing a moment to cope, right? Um, grounding techniques aren't necessarily something that you want to start doing in the moment. Um, they can be helpful. But a lot of times people get frustrated if they're having like a really big sensitive or emotional moment and trying to do the the grounding techniques and feeling like they're not getting any immediate relief. It's because you're really just amped up in that frustration of the moment that the grounding sometimes feels like it doesn't work. Um, and I had told Pat there was an analogy that I learned years ago about uh, that I'm going to use in my activity that may help you to kind of make this make sense. But one of the things I find useful in grounding is that if we get in the habit of doing them instead of a coping mechanism, like when we need it, when we're at the height of needing to cope, if instead we um, use it as more of a self-awareness tool, and let's say you go to the grocery store and you, you're getting ready to get out of your car. If you say, you know, I feel myself present in this place and I'm grounding myself to my energy so that I may cope with whatever may come. You can simply do that anytime you're going into a situation. It's going to immediately ground you to, to you, to your energy so that you can deflect you know, negative people, being able to just breathe and be calm, thinking a little more clearly, more rationally, maybe desensitizing yourself a little bit 
maybe helping you to understand your emotions when they do come up and go, you know what, it's okay for me to feel like that, but I don't need to express that feeling. I can just feel it. And sometimes that can be really great to help us cope rather than having to go, oh gosh, you know, I forgot to ground myself and now I'm dealing with all this heaviness and then trying to reground yourself in the midst of dealing all, with all the heaviness can sometimes feel like the grounding just doesn't work. So I think to do this practice, what I'd like you to do is if it's safe for you to do so, go ahead and close your eyes. If it's not safe to do so, for this exercise, I'd like you to, if, if you don't want to close your eyes, you can just look straight ahead. Or you can draw your eyes actually upward, like towards the sky or towards your ceiling. I know usually I have you draw them downward. You can draw them downward too if that's comfortable for you. And I want you to just start by just noticing your breath. noticing your breath as it comes in and out of your body. You don't have to do anything else but just breathe and just notice the breath. And so then as you breathe, I want you to draw your awareness down to your feet to the roots of your body. And as you draw your awareness down to your feet, to the roots of your body, imagine those roots as if you were a tree. And send those roots from your body, your energy body, down from your legs, From your tailbone down your legs, out your toes, and feel those little, the tiniest parts of those roots tethering into the ground, into the earth, tapping into the energy below. And just being aware of that energy connecting you to the earth, to this physical plane. We're grounded, we feel more secure, more stable, more sure of ourselves and our place and our space. Notice that energy calming, the roots continue to grow, you feel more stable, more secure, as you draw that energy back upward, up those, up those legs, up your trunk, to your tailbone where your root chakra is, and just notice that root chakra relaxing, vitalized, energized as you ground into your space. As if we're not grounded, it's almost as if we, as this tree, tries to uproot itself and escape our problems. If we're not grounded, if we become uprooted and try to escape our problems, our energy just blows here, blows there, gets pushed around. But if we are grounded in our space, in our place, and tethered in our own energy, that wind can blow through us and around us and we sway within it, but we are still grounded, we are not uprooted. We are not allowing it to push us around or be tossed about. And 
And just like our counterparts, the trees in nature, we need sunlight, we need air. So feel that sunlight come down upon you and energize you and make you aware of your place in your space. Be aware of the air blowing around you, through you, but not uprooting you. Connecting you to the ground beneath so that you can thrive. Take a big deep breath into your whole self. As you exhale, feel that energy being pushed down through your core, through your trunk, down those limbs, down into those roots, down into the soil, becoming compost to nurture that soil that you are grounded and centered in so that you can thrive and be alive and face anything that comes your way. As you further ground your whole self, imagine the outside of your body kind of having this shield like the bark of a tree. Like the skin of the leaves. Protecting you from anything that comes your way. And take a big deep breath again into your whole self. Exhale out. And rest in the knowing that you can for certain. Know yourself. Be yourself. Live as yourself and handle anything that comes your way. Namaste. And when you are ready, you can open your eyes. Feel that grounding, that centering, and be fully prepared to just take on whatever comes your way. Being able to feel that sensitivity, but knowing that you don't always need to express it. That you can just feel it and explore it and that be enough. Whatever you do, wherever you go, thank you for listening to Unscripted Energy again this week. And for myself, Nora Nopal, and my co-host, Pat Jones, be well, stay safe. Peace. Well, hello, everybody. And just when you thought we were done. We have one more thing for you this week. As a bonus, Pat is going to give us a little chi nugget, if you will, to kind of round out today's podcast. What do you have for us today, Pat? Thanks. Um, well, what I really felt from your grounding meditation that we closed our talk with this week was that when we do a deep practice like that, that meditation, that grounding as a tree rooted in the earth, it's like we are paving a road and we've got this road paved, the, the, the channels are open, this feeling of grounded is in, in us, within us, around us, and that once you have that road paved, you can access that quickly almost instantly every day it's just like knowing that feeling of chi so what I would suggest and what I'm going to try to do for myself is listen to that meditation do that meditation with you again and then every day just take that and first thing in the morning you could just you know hands in prayer or hand on the heart, I'm grounded, I'm grounded, I'm grounded. And off you go. I love that. Quick and easy. We all need that. Yeah. We all, you know, we need a quick and easy way to do it. I'm grounded, I'm grounded, I'm grounded. 
and just center yourself in that and go about your day that is perfect yeah thank you i've got i've got tea chills all over so (laughs) that's how you know it's good stuff folks yeah thank you thank you for that she nugget this week see you never know you what's going to come out of our mouth. Sometimes you never know. We hit we hit the stop button and we go. We're not done yet. It's a great mystery. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy the rest of this week. Enjoy this podcast. Thank you again, Pat, for that chi nugget. Absolutely. Thank you. You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.